Hi guys, welcome back to season two, episode number five of Stay Shining with your girl, Diamond Holly, and my co-host. I'm Dante Hollywood, uh, uh, my buddy deemed me Dr. Hollywood, <laughs> so I'm going to roll with that. I love that, Dr. Hollywood. Dr. Hollywood, in the building. <laughs> okay guys, we have a lot of exciting things to talk about today. I'm just excited to get into it because I feel like it's a... The new way of things. It's going to be the new future soon, you know? Yes, yes, yes. It's uh, a lot of interesting topics. But first of all, we got to talk about... Yes, before we get into all the... Our LA Rams winning the Super Bowl. Dad. (laughs) You're hilarious. Okay, hold on. Let's talk about this book that I've been reading, guys. Uh, It just gives that 90s feeling of, like, the hip-hop scene and, like, all the artists back in the day. Oh, wow. What book is this? It's called Life After Death by Sister Souljet, and I have been given the opportunity to get the book and read it and give you guys, well, I'm giving out three free e-books to whoever subscribes to my YouTube channel. And what was the other one? Likes my most recent post on Instagram mm-hmm. and follows the Diamond Holly Productions Instagram. And then <laughs> also DM Diamond once all that's done. Yes. And I will be picking and checking whoever does and follows those three steps. So you can win that free ebook, guys. Who doesn't want to add another And if you haven't subscribed, no matter what, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit the subscribe button and the like button and turn on those post notifications so you know when we upload a video or anything onto the Diamond Holly Productions YouTube channel. <laughs> That's so just so fun. I just... This but tell, tell me about the book, though. Okay. What, what is going on in the book? Okay, so basically what's going on in the book, you have the main character mm-hmm. and she is trying to figure out who killed her dad. Okay. And she's telling her family is in the hip hop scene, and okay. like they go to like they're rich, like. But you know what? We're gonna stop. <laughs> like we're we're, we're, we're gonna stop right there because we don't oh, okay. we don't want to give them too much <laughs> okay. about what's going on in the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like you said, you gotta hit the subscribe button, do the likes, the follows, right. DM, and then make it's just sure a lot of real and stuff make sure you hit us book. back and let us know, and then we'll select three wonderful people to actually bear to take part of this book. So, um, yes. we must applaud. But tell me a little bit about the artist. Uh, the artist? Yes, because it's somebody who resonates with me, but it was somebody relatively new for you that you had to look up. <laughs> okay, so Sister Soja has been an artist in the hip-hop scene for in the 90s. Yeah. And Back in the when Ice I, Cube, Dr. Dre, NWA days and all that Right, stuff. and what she talks about that. Well, when I got the opportunity mm-hmm. and to read the book and like learn about her, it was just like, it was really refreshing. Because to see a, a, you know, being that this, this is Black Future Month, Black yeah. Excellence Month, this is a wonderful person to uh, feature for um, this type of situation. Yeah. But uh, it tells about her story, her struggle, yeah. and the things that she had to go through to get to the point of where she's at, where she's writing these books. And it's mm-hmm. a series of books. Yes, it's a whole series of books. And The, cult- the Coldest Winter is the sequel to that book. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So. Oh, wow. So, so, guys, stay tuned. <laughs> We don't want to give too much. Um, if you check out all of our links, you'll be able to yes, see all the, the wonderful out. information leading up to it. Um, but we we've been we've been blasting, and a lot of you guys were trying to figure out why we're probably putting this Sister Soja yeah. out a lot. But Sister Soja, you know, represented in, in in my time, and so I'm glad we get to feature her. I know as that's so great on, on our show. She, they reached out to us. Um, 
and we did a cross collaboration and this is the the opportunity to work with them and then opportunity to share their books also with you our fans Mm -hmm. and so we're going to talk about it and it's in our book club Okay, uh, well, moving on. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Okay, oh, wow. wait. The, when the Super Bowl... Go Chargers. Didn't, okay, since this is our first Super Bowl in California, like... I'm sorry, I'm just joking. Go Rams. Yeah, you're hilarious. <laughs> this is our first Super Bowl in California, so it was definitely like a weird feeling, wasn't it? Because we weren't in Phoenix. Like, we, well, we didn't get that Phoenix feeling like the Super Bowl. Well, because like, when you're in San Diego, they always say the reason they don't have teams in San Diego yeah. is because you got so much other stuff to do. That it's like you have no time to like attend like a game. Okay. I mean, you might attend like an Angels game or maybe a Chargers game or something like that. But we have to create the feeling of like it's it's the Super Bowl for ourselves, and like it was so much fun. On the on the the day of the Super Bowl, most people were at the beach, and they had like all their they had their TVs outside, and they had all their friends and stuff. And it's just like, but they had access so close to the beach, and it was just like, yeah, Super Bowl. It was just like. was cool but it's just like yeah but you got the beach you know what i mean and just you get kind of kept uh you know caught Mm -hmm. caught up with the the ambiance and the aesthetic viewpoints that san diego has to offer so for me you know i we you know we had to go back and go into a situation where we could actually watch the game and actually watch the commercials (laughs) Yeah, but it was really fun. Though. It was like, really it fun. It was it was it was, it was it was a fun day. It was it was, it was a fun it, day. It, we had such a fun day. It was one day. of our first Super Bowls together as yeah. a, as a as a family because mm-hmm. you guys could care less about the Super Bowl. No, most times. I spent. Uh-uh. We didn't even watch the football. We actually watched the commercials. Yeah, guys. Well, was, we know we were really into the game. Don't do that. We, we was more. Tay, Tay we, was we, so into we, we so luckily got, we he caught the highlights and the score <laughs> on his phone, but that's not like being into the game. Okay, but we. We were doing is that like we, we tried. but we did find this little great Mexican restaurant and oh, we yeah, found uh, and, and they had house. like all the TVs. It's uh, so, mm, mm, so good. Uh, so good. And so we got a chance to check out Snoop going the, the first okay, time. Let's talk about the first of all, I'm gonna have to get with Dr. Dre in the piano, but like that. That was that was that was okay. My daughter's like he knows how to play the piano. No, he just don't know how to play the piano. He know how to play like three, four other instruments. Like this is Dr. Dre we're talking about. Like, are you kidding? Okay, I was a little shook. I was like, okay, this is not happening right now. Like. Just too good. Okay, and then Snoop. I love his outfit. He just looked like he was having the greatest time ever, and you could just see that on somebody, and I just love that. Snoop is the first person to ever be able to uh, puff, puff, pass, <laughs> pass to itself in the uh, in the cryptocurrency arena. Sorry, Soja Boy, you uh, lucked out on this one. <laughs> you weren't the first person to do it at the crypto Snoop stadium. Snoop probably is the first and only. Or, well, I'm sure if they have concerts out there, but yeah. they'll they'll do their thing. But like on the Super Bowl How do you Bowl feel stage, about it being a crypto stadium instead of like? Uh, the Staples Center that you grew well, up in. Well, I mean, the way. Staples Center was a um, company that uh, has paper, staples, and uh, and, and staplers. <laughs> so, for me, I did, it didn't really resonate. It was the Stapler Center. Like, okay, great. Somebody okay. who had enough but that money. Was like... I mean, like a lot of places, they just put their tagline on the front of the stadium. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And they pay a couple hundred... Uh, maybe a hundred million dollars to actually put their name on the stadium, but they don't actually own the stadium. <laughs> right, right, right. They're right, just right. paying for the marketing rights. Uh-huh. So cryptocurrency leads us into so much more because this is the you know, the new day and age, the, the future of uh, the way things are going to be. Yes. And just 
the fact that they had Crip Walks, Crypto. The dancers? And and then basically Snoop dropped the album and actually used NFTs to, which is a cryptocurrency, yeah. to actually make a ton of money. Okay. We're going to talk about that but in a few minutes. But the performances, like the dancers, you guys really did the out of that. Like, that was just so the good. The first dude to do the Crip Walk threw us off for a at the Crypto Center. Like, that yeah. is off the chain. On the Super Bowl stage, we got people, we got hundreds of people crip walking. But the fact that they even use an R&B and yeah. there's rap music, yeah. and I'm, I'm just, my hands are up. I'm like. <laughs> that was definitely like. They did their thing. A reset. Like, okay. There yes. was the, you know, we got. Do you we think got, they'll ever do that again? No. I mean, well, it'll <laughs> no. be it'll be a while. But, I mean, you, you got Snoop Dogg. I mean, not Snoop Dogg. You got Eminem kneeling. Yes. On camera, yeah, that's you know, great. representing for Cali and Kaepernick, you right. know what I mean? Like that's off the chain. Period. Like that whole performance was just every. I wish I would have seen it in person. I need, to, but you know, if we would have been in the metaverse or something like that. Maybe. Wait, can we talk about the stadium, the crypto stadium for a second? Yes, yeah, so let's talk about the stadium. guys. Okay, so we watch videos obviously on YouTube, which are available that you can watch too, um, of the stadium of this one dude giving a tour of the stadium in each room. Oh and, like, my god! It literally looks the, like houses in the stadium like the vip the boxes, VIP boxes are not are off the chain like vip box they're like houses like homes well, and then I mean, like you it, have the seats over there like hey man that lamb chop was huge <laughs> are you sure that, that was lamb chop they, they, it was a whole side of an animal um and they, they got like uh uh chefs Yes. Five star chefs in the place. I'm just like, I'm this, like they're man. doing this is big. This is big. This is this is But to fast forward, Super Bowl is gonna be in Phoenix next year. Do you think some people and I want to see if the level of what Phoenix has to offer is going to be on the same level as uh, what the yeah. uh, the cryptos. Are. But we already know the, the differences. I'm like so sad. Like we, they couldn't have that stadium again. Tickets was five thousand dollars over there and, and yeah. at the LA uh, Rams. So I know we can probably get Phoenix tickets for a whole lot cheaper. Um, so let's we're go going ahead. Regardless, we're going ahead. But it's those not going to be like the experience. Like no, the crypto no, stadium. No, no, no. That like, crypto stadium was off the chain. They was at home. At home. They in was, the stadium at home. Yeah, like, if they would have lost that one, man, that would have been awful. <laughs> I mean, we were on a little betting app. They uh, locked yep. us out. I'm mean, just like, I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, you can't bet in Cali. Can't, can't bet in oh. Cali. But anyway. <laughs> but the stadium, like, it's just, and then that light, how much? I just, oh, no, how you, much you mean, the, uh, it was a couple hundred million. They, actually, they was, it was undisclosed. They didn't want to even talk about it. Yeah, but they the, had a whole but bunch the, of people But the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the Gravitron or the thing that's at the top that shows all the yeah. replays and all the music and all that stuff. It was circular. It was beautiful. It was just like one of the And most. then in Phoenix, it's just going to be those four, did one, you, two, three. Did you know this is the most expensive stadium that they've ever built? This is probably like the most expensive thing like LA probably has. Like, uh, no, I wouldn't say most expensive thing, but I would say as far as stadium-wise. As, it, a, as it, a building? It, it, yeah. it, is, it is the marquee stadium for any um, right. professional um, uh, sports that, uh, that is out there. So. Mm-hmm. That was just, uh, the stadium is just, it's a whole different. It's a whole different experience. It's like a so, world. So we got to hurry up and get there and <laughs> actually go check that It's show. a whole world in there, but yes, we definitely got to, we got to get our way in. Um, what were you talking about? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. So now we're talking about crypto. No, but let's get on Snoop and talk about him. Crip walking. <laughs> that was tight. That was tight. Dr. Dre. And Snoop and Mary J. Blige and Mary. Okay, I saw a news outlet on. Uh, I was. I looked it up because I wanted to see if TikTok was true. If about oh my it. god, TikTok! I know I hate freaking TikTok now, but um, 
they posted some girl posted this thing of like you look up the stadium like look up the performances and they put the wrong picture of Mary J. Blige like it was just like one from her old like they didn't even care they just put a, a picture there said this is her performance I'm like okay uh, that ain't even right that's, that's not right at all they can't forget about Mary. She was one of the so she, right. she was one of the top performers out there ever. And just like you can't sleep but like, on Mary. It's so sad. Like not a lot of people from my generation are gonna know who like these people if, are. If anymore. y'all don't, that's y'all fault for like not standing. Not touch. my fault. That's the you generation got, under me. You gotta fault educate yourself on like part. all the music that's ever been made because the yeah. stuff that's Johnny come lately is okay. <laughs> Lately. Like that—that's okay, like, but right. it, it ain't. But they're that. never gonna know who Hannah Montana is. Like, uh, oh my God, we do we need to know who Hannah Montana is? If you don't, that's know, just like what the SpongeBob era. Like, they're oh not God. gonna know what that is, <laughs> and it's like the same for music. Like, they're not gonna know. Like, no, because they're gonna be more focused on actually what they can create for themselves and what then they can do in the metaverse and the NFTs <laughs> and stuff like that. Because they, okay. they won't ever know. I also saw a story on the metaverse that my brother brought to my attention. Well, actually, we're watching uh, a podcast. We're okay, watching podcast. a podcast, okay. and they said that this one lady had got, you know, assaulted in the metaverse. Well, yeah, yeah that's a bit aggressive. That stuff that can happen that, you know, because the security settings are not necessarily in place is, uh, you know, so, is most unfortunate I'm for, pretty for sure the experience that she had. And yeah. I'm sure. Uh, she has a valid case to sue the hell out of them. It's just like already, like. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, but you know. But yeah, like Facebook is lucky sus. Right? Well, I mean, do right after that, it's like it seemed like Facebook actually had a twenty percent drop, just in case people didn't know that. In the well, last I couple weeks, that. that a lot of people pulled back because a lot of things are not in place and the security issues that they're having mm-hmm. is compromising their whole platform. So that's just a random so factor. They what they're going to do about it? No, I'm pretty sure they'll say what they're going to do about it and then they'll increase uh, visibility and you know yeah. and, and, and focus on it and, and then yeah. redirect and restructure and reform and basically redirect people's mind from right. actually what's going on. on another which, good which actually happened... Mm-hmm. Today, actually, because Bank of America is the first... Uh, Bank of America? Uh, I'm sorry, J.P. Morgan Chase. Is oh, the I was like, but not BOA. Uh, no, J.P. Morgan. Oh, you're <laughs> taking sides? you like, you betting on which I'm, bank is I don't, I'm not with B... I'm not with... I'm Wells. I'm Wells Fargo, I'm dog. Wells, I'm Wells, Wells. Like, oh, I'm like, oh... Real Fargo represent no man. One, like, I don't. I'm not trying to be loyal to bank, any like, bank. No, no, but, like especially it's not a black owned bank, and so yeah, right. The hell with it. Right. But anyway, <laughs> J.P. Morgan Chase is actually the first uh, investor or first bank that's going to be inside the metaverse. They seen the billions of dollar of opportunity, right? So, so projection of billion dollars that that's going to bring into that bank. So they got to make sure that they have a bank presence inside the. And metaverse. when did this happen? Actually, today. That's really huge. Like you know what I mean? it might not seem big, guys, well, but that's that really, back, really that, huge. That goes back to Snoop. He already we talked about in our previous show. Snoop actually oh, yeah. has um, property in the metaverse, and how he was oh yeah, talking he was about talking about it. In how that he one show he, with he Kevin. wanted to, he well, he wanted to make sure he had the right neighbor. <laughs> I'm like Snoop, you like the worst neighbor. You're like, and they're, you know what they're I mean? showing a clip, and he was like literally having a party at the exactly. Like, it, it, I know, right? So that's hilarious. Okay, wait, didn't you say Snoop NFT forty four million? Okay, so to get back to it, right after we talked about the cryptocurrency Super Bowl and all this other stuff, yeah. basically Snoop basically bought Death Row. 
uh, uh, Suge Knight's rolling over in his grave over there. Or his He's cell. Not even, yeah, his cell. <laughs> he rolling over He's in his relaxed. cell bed, mad He's as hell. Like, hey, hey, Suge, how you feel about Snoop? Uh, you know, taking your your whole thing and you just sitting here posted up with us. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> but anyway, Snoop actually bought Death Row, and he was uh, he seen the uh, vision. He had the vision to go ahead and already have an album done. And so he dropped it as soon as he um, um, bought the label after the Super Bowl. Divine when he knew timing. He, when he knew he was going to be at his most popular heights. People mm-hmm. are already going to be Smart. researching all up, the other look, music. Look, you know what I mean? Like even though Snoop is pretty popular and everybody knows who yeah. he is, right? But people are going to go revisit mm-hmm. his information that he's already got out there. Right. So he dropped a new album and he used basically uh, NFTs to actually drop the album, which was, I think he said, was something about 5,000 in cryptocurrency or something of that nature. And the more people who bought into it, the more value it got. And so he made $44 million over the last five five days. days. Five days. $44 million. $44 million. That's some, that's that's some true vision. I mean, I like this dude running my company. If I'm if, if I'm an investor or right. you know or entrepreneur, that's insane. Like Snoop always does incredible things, on camera and off camera. I used to always be like, man, like, you know what? If I'm Whoopi Goldberg, I'm mad at Oprah, you know, because yeah. she she got all that money. But you know, Snoop used to be like the guy who's like the Whoopi Goldberg to Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. But I can see Snoop making that grand progression toward that billion dollar status yeah. like a lot of these other what, guys. For real? Why is he not there yet? Well, I mean, he was an artist. After all this shit he does, he, like he does because, so much like he's because, on all everybody's but, shows. But, like but, he, but, well, I mean, certain times, <laughs> it, it takes a, it, I think it can take a certain formula. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And to me, I think sh- people like Shaq and Dr. Dre yeah. and Jay-Z and Puff Daddy have already figured okay. it out. And Kanye, and they have already figured out the formula is basically partnering with companies instead of basically right. doing um, um, bits and pieces for a company. Okay. You know what I mean? So if I do a commercial for a company, yes, that'll increase the value for that company. Mm-hmm. However, if I'm a part of the company and I do a commercial, now it's going to increase all of our profits all together right. and I have a residual mm-hmm. um, um, effect to this whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which pays me when like royalties. When do you think royalties. you'll be a I have a feeling with this kind of uh, foresight and direction, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I think he was already worth one sixty-seven and uh, one hundred sixty-seven million uh, before, but now doing something like this aggressive, yeah. then you can see like he's already putting the um, the the he's laying the path for the the direction that he's trying exactly. to go into, exactly. and I can see him in that potential of that that billionaire status in no time. Right? Should we talk about? The slave NFTs that we've seen. I, I mean, I, that's very disappointing. But it you know what? It was very disappointing to you see. You know, it would be awful to see. Because that's of, what I just thought about. Like, okay, slaves NFTs. and monkeys and stuff like that. But during Black History Month, it's just like, really? But hey. But you like, know what? It's just, to me, it just seems like people are trying to distract and detract yeah. versus uh, allowing us to celebrate mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, and move forward right you so I mean? if you guys don't know what we're talking about there was slave nfts of and i think it was called the floydies is what they called it and like faces of, of black people who died and that is just what the fuck disheartening that, as fuck. that is very uh upsetting to see people capitalize and right. think that this is a cool thing and but like I, money off but like shit. i said this is this is what they want it's never to, gonna be <laughs> That's that. Ne- that that's that. Neg- that's great, that negative behind the cryptocurrency. I know. That 
you know, still has that 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 that, that plantation environment exactly. like mentality. You know what I mean? We're gonna keep them in the place, but we're gonna use this type of method and approach toward doing something. Right. I mean, I think that's uh, you know pretty childish, but that's why I say you got to stay shining. You got to start elevating yourself, and you yeah. got to basically reach new heights and, reach, and new reach new heights, new heights and uh, eradicate illogical thinking right. by basically not looking at something as a mm-hmm. attack or a mm-hmm. or downfall or right. you know, but look at it as an opportunity to elevate. And to create exactly different things. And I was gonna freaking say something I totally forgot. This show is sponsored by Praters Heating and Cooling out of Atlanta, Sarah K. Harrison Tag the Abundance Game out of Phoenix, Grand Junction Wine Tours out of Colorado, Western Strokes Painting Company out of Colorado, and Angelic Crystals with Kira out of Phoenix. Thank you so much to my sponsors. Hey guys, so the next thing I want to talk about is Kanye's documentary on, on Netflix. I was just, I know you already know the stories, but I just, like, didn't really realize how, like, he was a regular at some point. Like, a backup person and, like... Well, remember I told you about gatekeepers and people trying to hold people back yeah. and hold the industry and, and different industries holding I it down? I just didn't know Jay um, was, like, like that. Well, I mean, it, I was, was, it was just, he he was he came from a situation I was, like, where really shook watching the documentary. He came from, Jay-Z came from a situation where he yeah. was held back. And, then, yeah. you know, so that was the normal process for mm-hmm. different... Um, for different uh, musical acts. So when you think about it, when Jay-Z shook um, Damon Dash off, you know what I'm saying, that basically alleviated a lot of weight off, yeah. of his, uh, off of his back, you know what I'm saying, because we had this dude over here orchestrating stuff and mm-hmm. didn't even really even need him, right. you know what I mean? But um, he over here making money, capitalizing off of Jay-Z's back, and then, <laughs> you know what I mean, so he held a lot of other people down, so he right. could be a part of the team. But when you look at what, you know, Kanye was one of the most talented artists that was out there. Yeah. But, you know. They just did not believe the dream. They just seemed like we needed his beats. They just needed his music. They they used him for his music. In in the documentary, it really did look like people were just, they just needed him to stay in his place with mm -hmm. the beats. Like, this is what you need to do. Well, of course. If you you got somebody who's standing in their lane, then, you know, you you won't have to worry about them trying to break into your space. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you put it this way, like, 2 chains, right? Right. He was uh, Ludacris' hype man for damn near 20 years. Mm-hmm. And it took Ludacris going to all those movies with Fast and the Furious right. for two chains to like to break out and do his own thing. Mm-hmm. And then when he finally broke out and did his own thing, it was just like, wow, this two chains guy is just like, wow, where did he come from? He's so great. And now he's buying stadiums and he's partnering mm-hmm. with teams and stuff. But he's already been there. He's been there for a long time. Exactly. Just nobody, he, it took somebody to be removed out of the situation or the equation mm-hmm. for him to actually be able to step up and be fulfill his destiny exactly and what like we always said being the main characters mm-hmm. of your situation and like it should, that's what kanye did he it, turned himself into the main character of his situation he didn't want to be back around anymore and i think that was just watching it was mm-hmm. just so like well it reminds me a lot of what puff daddy did too like, puff daddy was an a and r guy or mm-hmm. who lived on the street and exactly basically before he got biggie and, and all the other artists right. he basically was um um, uh, working for free for mm-hmm. different A and R labels to basically right. uh, doing talent and all this and Man, basically to just to break that. into it. And now look at him; he's a billionaire. He got Revolt Channel. He's got all this other stuff. He's got all these albums he put out. He's right. all these artists he's taking care of. Like and like watching that, it just like reminds us. It reminds me that like I have to keep going. Like I'm just not ever gonna give up. Well, like, like in I'm our never like going like, to give like up. in our last show, which you should check out and subscribe yeah, and like and show. basically. <laughs> Um, we talked about how um, it doesn't take that long anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. What happened in the past mm-hmm. is, you know, uh, those 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 
like constraints and those confines, <laughs> they basically, instead of taking 20, 30 years, like yeah. the Oprah effect, mm -hmm. we, you can do this and achieve this in a whole right. lot more condensed exactly. uh, situation. And like we were trying to do here at DHP, um, <laughs> Diamond Holly Productions yeah. and State Shiny Show and right. Diamond Holly's Corner and then basically Dante's Corner, some commercials that are coming to you. So basically like the creating the effect, but in yeah. a lot more condensed process. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. There, I think there's gonna be weekly episodes. You haven't seen. Them. I haven't. I didn't get a chance to see the first show. Just but because you like seen it in the industry. Like, I just seen. I seen. I seen what happened to him. <laughs> just like we were talking about, like how those yeah. uh, that one family stole that other person's credit information and went on vacation and basically. Who's this? But we didn't want to talk about it. It was just Brandy Carter. But anyway, oh, that, whole thing, that whole thing. Oh, that is the T on T on T. We're going to talk about that on another nah, show. Nah, we can't talk about that. We're talking about another show. Because, yeah. But basically, somebody came up on somebody else's behalf and basically. <laughs> <laughs> and they're worth more than uh, worth, the, worth the family more. they stole from. Once again, like, if I'm Whoopi. I'm mad as hell at Oprah because we was in the same movie at the same time. If I'm Snoop, I'm like, man, why am I, uh, why am I not on Dr. Dre's level with the amount of money that he has right. when I was right there with exactly. him in the beginning? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so you got to think that. But we got to go to one of my random factoids. What is it? My random factoid is that there's <laughs> 7.9 billion people in this earth. Mm -hmm. And probably in a couple of years, we're going to be in about probably a year. By the end of the year, maybe a year and a half, we're going to be at 8 billion people, right? And let's do a little sociology, sociology <sighs> experiment, awesome. right? If I was to say, you know, being in America, 330 million people, right, out of that 7.9 billion people, uh -huh. I would say most Americans live better than 7.9 billion people in this world yeah so when you look at that perspective and is my life where do i rank myself in, a, in that 7.9 billion point two something blah 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 yeah you know what i mean and if you're basically not living up to your standard mm -hmm. you're not being the main character yeah and you have this grand opportunity that's better or, or, or you have more outreach or more resources than 7.9 billion other people, Yeah. then to me, it seems like you're not reaching your full potential. When you look at the Kanye's and the Elon Musk and the Steve Jobs and the Zuckerberg's and the um, uh, Jeff Bezos, they are trying to achieve where they where they sit at in yeah. the 7.9 exactly. billion people. Exactly, Right? They're not at the four billion mark. So if you're in this world and you can't at least believe that you're better than about 7.9 billion people, then you have a serious problem that you have to get over. You have more opportunity, resources, resourcefulness, access to anybody else in this world. So if you're not doing more with your actual so your own platform in your life, you're failing yourself. But that's just my random factoid. That's just me getting deep. Dr. Hollywood. Period. Thanks, Rick, for the name. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, Dad. But honestly, though, like, honestly, that's I, good. I mean, my, my question and my like, challenge truly to people, ask yourself that, though, where, guys. Where do you sit out of 7.9, 2.6, 5 mm -hmm. people in this world? Was your life impactful, you know, at, at any point? Or are you just going to settle for 
uh, being mediocre. Oh, hell no. Mediocrity. Right. You know what I mean? And, and for me, we can't accept that. So no. if you, if you have dreams either. and aspirations, if you have something that you want to do to achieve some shit, get off your ass, wake the hell up. And put in your work, lace no up them excuses. boots, and put and get the step. No in. complaining because you got it better than a lot of people. If you can draw, open up an NFT, <laughs> and then send some of those royalties to me for giving you the idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about Disney. Oh, Disney. Okay, okay I'm well. glad. Okay, so Disney has this storybook living community. They're starting the storybook living community Where's in it Palm be? Springs, oh, Palm California, Rancho, what is it? Uh, Rancho Comando. Something like that. Yeah, Rancho. Yeah, that. Okay, so they're having a community like of how... It doesn't look how Disneyland looks, mm-hmm. but they're still going to have the foods and like every day is going to be magical type feeling. And I honestly just love this idea because I was getting tired of the Disneyland thing for a second. Like, Disneyland's cool, but, like, there needs to be something in that sort, like, where you can go there and it's just, like, an experience. Not, like, walking through a park and it's, like, with strollers everywhere for a second. Like, really slow down and take the time with your family. They have, like, a lot of things you can Mm do with your family, like events on events on events and then restaurants like you're always busy well i mean with the I, I, at, at a certain point disney just give me something where i can just be without the strollers and the kids yeah i mean just let me get some adult experiences tr- so exactly. i can run through and just like enjoy like some kids, like <laughs> but that's such a have bad. a drink have a nice meal without all the babies crying and all yeah like you, can, you have to like, go to universal to have like a beer that's like ten dollars but like uh, no, it's like it's like oh it's like this gives an give opportunity give me something more but you know what this you know something that's pretty cool i just read this morning too mm-hmm. nick cannon is actually going to be opening up a um uh a wild and out experience Shut in scottsdale oh. arizona no in scottsdale in scottsdale or Wait, like the it show? Might, like, might be tempe scottsdale area like but, the setup uh it's going to be the setup yes it's oh going to be like God. a dave and busters kind of oh. a wild and out okay that's going to so be that's going to be pretty, that's gonna be that's pretty gonna, cool okay see arizona it's not all that lame like yeah but it's not well, all that well, July is probably going to be awful to get to, but you know, right now it'd be great. <laughs> right. Okay. Wait. I love how he's doing that. What is that supposed to be? Um, I'm not sure about the uh, the. the mm-hmm. uh, we'll the, look into it for y'all and like keep y'all updated well, with and, that and give you guys a little bit more information. But I love that. See, there needs to be more experiences. I am like, so wrong. Like that. I am so wrong. Yeah. No, you didn't. That ain't Scottsdale. It's, it's actually you it, done got me so high like guess, I was so high guess what it's even closer it's the gas lamp district in San Diego <laughs> I'm way off I'm like two I'm like five hours apart here but no it's the gas lamp district he got me like I know he got you too uh, <laughs> it was something That's else hilarious. I was reading okay, about well, we lived we lived in gas lamp for like a good amount of time and it was Couple fun months, I loved months, yeah. it it was really like a fun time. Other where gas than was fun. other than they need to address the homeless population um, situation here in San Diego. Yeah, that's really uh, it's so really really, really tough in California to watch people act I like can't, this like, doesn't even happen. It, it really ruins exist. my day. Not like ruins it, but, but it's I, just it's just to me it's just like all the people who just you know act like it doesn't exist exactly that's why it's just like it's not normal and like seeing stuff like kids on the street just kids like sitting there like that's not what there was a kid there has sitting to on be a bucket that was his room that literally ruined my entire day i literally want to go drive back and pick the family up and take them somewhere and like give them some i don't but you know what i mean but 
there's no resources, not enough for all these people. And they claim that yeah. COVID was the reason that they don't have uh, um, shelters and stuff open. Right. But then I seen another article saying that they're going to open all these shelters up because, you know, COVID's better and blah, yeah. blah. Well, gonna, we need it immediately because... But, the, but they can't, I mean, this kid, how is he supposed to uh, determine his future? Exactly. You know, sitting on a bucket on the side of the freeway. Really, you know what yeah. I mean? You know what I mean? What kind of thoughts? But the other thing is, like, once again, even people here in America that are homeless mm-hmm. still live better and have more access yeah. and resources than a person who lived in India or exactly. Asia or, uh, or Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, right. we are truly blessed. We are. So I seen a video uh, yesterday. This dude's going viral. I think he lives in Atlanta because he has a two-story, like, mm-hmm. two-story house. Like, not even the house, like, of cardboard on the freeway. Yes, he, he's literally I did, see, right I, I did see that because he literally built it. He, he built it on the sidewalk. He built a two-story enclosure of cardboard boxes. Like, we shouldn't have it get to that point. At this it, point, it, we have to. There, there can't be a way never, that they're building their own. It, like, should, it, we, should, it should never be like that. It should never be. But it should never get to that. Fast point. forward when Dante's running for politics in another couple years, we have a, a way that we're going to be addressing the homeless population and i have great ideas so hopefully you guys you know partner with me and we actually um work together and build a plan but i'm yeah, always guys, about they have big things uh, to do you know i used to actually go around and actually give uh care packages to homeless people out in phoenix but yeah. you know at a certain point you know that's only so much i can do so we have to do uh, something on a bigger scale mm-hmm. and i got some stuff that's coming for you that we're going to help um, you know, roll out, and hopefully we can actually address yeah. the uh, the situation exactly from uh, from a one person at a time approach. Mm-hmm. Um, was I was that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys see my first my first moment. close out this episode we have been you know we're gonna give you the show we are the show plugs and we're gonna talk about some shows really quickly so recently we started bel-air and it's just it's different it ain't no fresh prince (laughs) my dad's a little mad at that but it's ghetto prince (laughs) i just it's it's gotta grow on me this show has gotta grow on me but let's just say i love the cast how are you gonna be short man will smith for like six four they were making him look a little tall the camera angles (laughs) when he was playing basketball they really get in the angle they got the funniest goofiest looking dude that hopefully he he grows into the part but right now he definitely he got it yeah this show is definitely he he got some uh some big shoes to fill yeah he seriously will where are you beyonce get on set like will smith has (laughs) had his little rap career at the same time with being will smith yeah. And we got this dude who out of nowhere who's we got, supposed to and be. And Carlton. Carlton doing lines. <laughs> and stuff. We, we can't even Give me about. a spoiler. Give me a spoiler. <laughs> okay, but yeah, definitely, guys, watch Bel Air because it's something new. I recommend it. My dad's like, uh, but. Yeah, I, it's going to take me a couple scenes. It's going to take it. me a couple scenes, but uh, I do love it. They got Coco, Coco. Like, who knows uh, Coco? Coco Jones from Let It Shine. Like, What part is she playing? The Carlton says she's playing Hillary. Hillary. Still, she is like. Whew, at least Hillary but, is not a buffoon this time. 
So right. I appreciate I appreciate the fact that so Hillary good. is not stupid as hell. Yeah. And she's got like mm-hmm. some game and she knows what she needs to right. do and she like and she's connected. She's on it. But Carlton. But, but okay, Carl, Carlton living in another world. He over there. <laughs> no, Carlton that was he like it. <laughs> he ain't no brother, man. He, just, he over there like the stuff that he you gotta watch it. Like I, I don't even know. It's just there's some scenes in Wait, there. Wait guys, I really weak because that's just so funny. Okay, what else? We got uh, All-American coming back soon. I'm like, how long can they have a bunch of 30-year-olds play All-American high school? And, like, they just came back from an All-American break. Like, I'm just saying. They're like, in college now. Yeah, no. First, <laughs> freshman's in college at 35. Okay, All-American, they pull it off. <laughs> they really do pull it off. So, I'm like, I just be... I'd be well, I'll, I'll, be I'll put it this way. As far I didn't as know Layla was as, 30. As far as the TV show, they do have some great actors that... You focus more on the acting scene. Exactly. We didn't even notice at first. We we don't necessarily focus on... Until we saw those football players. And we knew there was something wrong. Yeah, because they were huge. (laughs) They were huge. They're they're not high school students. (laughs) What else? Uh, Um, What's his name? The one PJ, CJ? The uh, the one dude with the Zach Morris cut? The crazy one? The party one? The party guy. He's like his his, name? I don't know, but he's he's too huge. JJ. JJ. JJ's too huge to be a high school football player. That's not normal. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, guys. They have... All-American coming back soon. They have the Proud Family coming next week. Oh, I can't wait. The, to Proud, see the Proud Family, family. the new, that's going to be the, so the, the good. The new iteration of yes. the Proud Family. I'm loving that they kept that going. You can't give up. If, they, if they're keeping That's So Raven coming back, because remember That's So Raven's coming back? No, I didn't know that. She's going to well, be old. She's, she's going to be, be old as hell. You know how she has Raven's home? Like uh-huh. on Disney, like She's raising her kids on Disney Channel. That's oh, wow. her newest show, Raising Her Kids. Well, now her kids are going to go live in her old house with her mom and dad, but the dad just lives there. I don't know where the mom is. Oh, wow. I didn't so see that. So they're taking it okay. back to her roots. So that's coming out. They're going to get some culture from Ravenville. <laughs> it's going to be cool. There's a lot of That damn Raven coming. boy stayed relevant the whole time. That's black excellence right That there. is, because they tried to knock her down. Because Moesha gone. Mo- no, you didn't. But uh, well, we got some Raven up in this piece. Yeah, she really, gonna, really. Raven, yeah, Raven. Raven gonna be a damn grandmother on Disney Channel. <laughs> she really, they gonna be, that's how far they're gonna take her show, like, literally. This is from beginning, middle, <laughs> and, like, death. I love that they, like, gave that to us, though, because, like, they have that all with, like, your shows and your generation, but, like, we didn't have shows like that. They're not gonna keep Wizards of Women. They're not gonna go with Hannah Montana, like. No, no, no. So no, at least they have, like, Raven, like, you I'm, know. I'm glad that we have that. Um, before we close this episode out, guys, I do want to remind you guys that I will be giving away three free ebooks of Life After Death. Who, by the author, is what's her name again? Sister Soja. Mm. So make sure you guys check out the description. Subscribe to this YouTube channel. Subscribe to my Instagram. Like my most recent Instagram post so you can win yourself a free ebook. And, and also, that's a part of your book club? Yes. And my book club is coming March 1st, guys. I am, will be posting it all over my Instagram. So I will be DMing. Whoever wants to be part- to partake, the details. And have people had a chance to check out that new website of yours? Guys, I almost forgot about my website. <laughs> How could you forget about that when that's our flagship? My website, diamondhollyproductions.com. Check that out. I have what, merch. What, what can you find on there? You can find my merch. You can find all of our videos. You can find all of Diamond Holly Productions, the channel stuff, like my Q&A and stuff like that, and more to come. Didn't you start something new? What did I start? Sapphire. And my Sapphire Athletic, guys. We have DHP and we have Sapphire Athletics coming to you very soon. We got some commercials coming out very soon. Make sure you cop the merch. Are you copying the merch? Are you searching it right now? Are you subscribed to the YouTube channel at this moment? Things to ask yourself. But... (laughs) 
<laughs> but thank you guys for joining us on today's episode. It was super fun to talk about all these cool things. Black history, black future, the crypto. NFTs. NFTs. Death Row. Death Row. Music, everything. Everything like topics, lit. Everything, everything fun. So. And you know what? They can't wait to do is check out our new next show. So yeah. And make sure you binge watch all of season one. Stay shining. Please do. And, and season subscri- two. And subscribe. Oh, also, I just um, came out with a, I had a Diamonds Corner episode yesterday. So check that out. We talked a lot about it in this episode, but you're just going to have to go listen to it. <laughs> Stay shining.